shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. How deep the Father's love for us How vast beyond all measure That He should give His only His treasure, how great the pain of searing loss, the Father turns His face away, as words which mar the chosen.
because of you that um, we're given everything that we need and because of you um, we have no need or no want or we should have no want for anything else but you Father God and um, help us lift these praises up to you Father God wholeheartedly and help us trust in your plan Father God especially us seniors who are um, facing something new next year and just going off to college and hopefully Father God living for you and continuing to want to learn more about you and I just pray and thank you for um your um just your crucifixion and just um just for saving us and just thank you for ruling in our lives and for um just taking care of us always Nothing comes. 
summer hits um i thank you for this year through all the ups and downs um whether it's been hard times or not pray that i i pray that you're always a constant in our lives that though people may come and go the people may let us down i pray that you're always there to you're like you're like the friend that like that's always reliable lord and i pray that we would all remember that and um just be with us this week and as we finish this school year. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. If you would have a seat. This morning we have a special treat. I know I say that almost every Unity Sunday, but I'm especially excited about today because today we get to hear from two of our seniors. And so we didn't talk about it beforehand. I don't know which one of you guys wants to, gals wants to go first. Kathleen is going to come first. So if y'all would, let's welcome up Kathleen as she shares with us today. Talk a little closer. But yeah, you'll need Hello? The there you go. Okay. Hey, everybody. Um, I'm Kathleen. Um, I'm a senior at Bel Air, and um, so I'm here to share with you today. Um, I'm gonna today. I'm gonna talk about my testimony up to where I stand today with God. And so, okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and start. Um, so I grew up at HCC. I've been here ever since I remember. 
Um, but it was I didn't start to take God seriously until middle school. Um, and when I went to D camp, so that was when I first, um, could hear, really hear God talking to me, um, through what, uh, the speaker had to say. And so, um, that's when I like really started to learn, um, and I could understand the Sunday school stories that they told us in elementary school. Um, three years later, um, so from sixth grade to eighth grade, I mean, yeah, three years later, um, I got baptized. So that was at the end of middle school, and um, so I, I got to, like, you know, tell everybody that, oh, yeah, like, I'm a baptized believer now, and um, I was really proud of that, and um, glad that I could let other people know that God is a part of my life. And so um, when high school started, I felt like a lot of, like, pressure built up in me. Um, you know, parents started freaking out about college when you're in ninth grade, and I had a lot of pressure for, you know, prestige and family honor um and I feel like a lot of this kind of like pressured me to like focus my whole life entirely on school so um I feel like you know when I entered high school it's very like cutthroat and um I feel like a lot of these things they actually kind of like absorbed my life and I started you know like to just focus on resume building and you know I'm gonna go to like top school and um you know like be the president or something so <laughs> something really big but um I feel like in the long run after those years I felt like my time had diverted from God a lot and um I started like you know to forget about who I was you know after eighth grade when I was baptized and so um I mean like standing now I feel like a lot of the hard work I did it was for the glory of myself rather than for the glory of God which it should have been you know I was like focused on you know reputation and you know what other people thought of me but um what should have been important was actually like what you know my relationship with god and what like god thought of me you know as like a child of god and you know um like being a good role model for other people rather than just um you know being like whoever you know valedictorian with like the best gpa and so um i feel like up towards right now god takes a greater part of my life because um I like, you know, with more time, I started to like think of myself more of like where I was spiritually before I head off to college. And um, I, with like a lot of encouragement from my dad, I started to read the Bible every day, which I still do, you know, up to last night. And um, I know a lot of people, they always tell you, you know, read your Bible, uh, don't just, you know, listen to the sermon. But I actually didn't do that for a long time. And, um, but I regret it because as I started to read my Bible, I can really feel like God talking to me. You know, you can hear your sermon every Sunday and, you know, be reminded of um, who you're supposed to be. But it's not until you start to read the Bible when you can really focus on your personal relationship with God. And um, a lot of the way God talks to you, a lot of it's really, like, surprising. You don't know that what you read is actually what the thing that you were just looking for, which actually, like, surprised me a lot and makes me a lot, like, a you know, a stronger person. And so... Um, Overall, there's, like, nothing wrong with focusing on school, but you should always make time for God every day. And so um, another thing I'm going to talk about is doubting. So um, recently I went to retreat. One of our big themes was talking about doubting. And um, a lot of, like, um, some of my spiritual hardships, I guess, had to, like, come with doubts. I didn't understand a lot of the things said in the Bible. And um, so I started to ask my dad about, you know, the answers to these questions. And um, I got a lot of, you know, like, good things from him. And 
Also, in Sunday school, another thing that we learned recently was um, exegesis hermeneutics, which means to take something from the Bible and translate it to, you know, what was said, like, in that time period and um, understand what, um, what was trying to be said there and apply it to right now. So, for example, um, I know that, like, everybody here probably has, like, questions about, um, like, certain passages, but one of the ones that, you know, I was wondering was about 1 Timothy 2, 9. I don't know if you guys know about that one, but that is a, the one about um, saying that women should not wear gold and pearls. And I was wondering, you know, like, that's weird because, you know, everybody wears, like, you know, gold wedding bands and, like, pearl earrings. But um, taking the exegesis hermeneutics into account, um, I, like, looked more into it. And what it really means is to not be, like, ostentatious and gaudy and take and have that, have your, um, have, like, your self-absorption and, um, you know, vanity uh, take your focus away from God. So that was another thing that really helped strengthen my faith is that, like, it answered a lot of questions for, you know, um, a lot of things you have to go back into the meaning. The time period is pretty different now, but you have to, like, take um, the principle of what was being said now and apply it to your life today. Um, so there's no, there, I, I think there's, like, no, there's nothing wrong with doubt, but you need to always make sure to get your questions answered because um, that sense of peace really helps your faith. Um, and so these answers, they really helped me and um, reassured me about... Uh, my faith. And um, another thing I doubted a lot was about, um, you know, like, whether, whether, like, you know, everything here was just, like, coincidence, um, as, you know, like, what other people believe, or, um, like, you know, intelligent design. But as I, like, became more educated about the world and traveled it, and, you know, I'm sure you guys have, like, been places where you can see the beautiful sunset or sunrise. And, um, you know, I just think to myself that this could not have happened all on coincidence. The more I experience the beauty of the world, um, I feel like it takes more faith for that, for me being at there that moment to see, you know, how like beautiful everything is around me. Um, it takes more faith to think that it happened just on coincidence rather than believe that there's a God that, you know, engineers this, you know, beauty to be around us. I, you know, like the perf, you know, science, it, it has to be perfect in order for things around us to exist. Um, as I go on to college, um, I, and a verse that like really gave me um, a lot of faith was uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, which is, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So um, at times when it feels like, um, you know, everything is not working for you, you just need to reassure yourself that God has a plan for you and that um, although like some of our goals are they're very worldly and they don't seem to happen. It's different from, it can be pretty different from um, what God wants you to do. So, um, and like, I guess um, at first, you know, growing up, you know, in like society where reputation is very important, um, worldly prestige looks like a very, you know, big, big part of society. But um, what matters more is your relationship with God. And um, knowing that like my relationship with God is growing to something that's a lot stronger, it gives me a lot of, it gives me a sense of peace in my life, so uh, I know there are a lot of, like, seniors who might be worrying about, their before, um, they're worrying about, you know, where am I going to do, what am I going to do with the rest of my life, um, just, like, know that your reassurance with, um, with your relationship with God is um, what helps you give, what helps, gives you a sense of peace, and to know that God has you in his hands, and he has great plans for you, and, um, 
there isn't a, like a really big need to worry about it. So thank you, that's all I have to say. <laughs> So, this is kind of tall. <laughs> so, um, for those of you don't, uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Rachel. Yes, I'm a senior, and um, I'm just wanted. I just wanted to share um, share with you guys what God's been teaching me recently. Um, can someone does that? Does anyone have a Bible? Can someone look up Luke fourteen sixteen through twenty three, and read it? Volunteers. Um, Luke fourteen sixteen through twenty three. Okay. Okay, so basically in this passage, Jesus tells a parable in which a man, um, he invites a lot of people, and the people he initially invites give various excuses. One of them says that he has a field to attend to, another one says that he has to see to his animals, and another one says that, um, says that, he's, that he just got married and he can't go. And as I was reading this, I felt really convicted because I feel like, I felt like, like it was really relevant because... Um, I just realized how much how much I am like that like the first person that he asked sometimes sometimes I make excuses and sometimes I let other things get in the way like just like the guy that um, who bought the field sometimes I use school as my excuse and I usually like sometimes I idolize and chase after these things because I think that um, well over the past few years I thought that getting into a certain college and making a certain GPA would um, would ultimately provide some kind of lasting value and I realized that um, I realized my error in this, and um, I feel like part of it was sort of an insecurity out of like, I don't know, school can be really overwhelming sometimes, and we, f and we feel like we have to compete with those around us, and um, I think part of it was I always felt like I was living in my sister's shadow. I always felt that I had to compare, and I was, I I was always like placing my identity in the wrong thing, and I always, and I com and I was like consumed with something that wouldn't actually provide any lasting, like, like eternal value, and um, and just like the guy who, um, just like the guy who just got married, and he makes excuses about not being able to go to the banquet. At the same time, I also, um, I also prioritize my friends and um, my friends, and sometimes my relationships with other people um, before God. Um, and yeah, like sometimes I found myself spending more time talking with my friends than I would spend with God. And Kathleen would know, but whenever like. Whenever I like someone in the past, it's like I spend so much time like thinking about, oh, does this person like me? Or I find myself obsessing over someone that's just human and someone that's not really worthy of all my attention. So um, I guess through this passage, God just reminded me that um, God just convicted me and he reminded me that like while 
I spend all this time consumed with like things other than God. I'm I'm idolizing and prioritizing these things while all the while there's um there's a God that has saved me through his grace and he he'll never fail me and he'll never stop loving me. So um I guess just as um as we go back to school this week and I guess um especially for the seniors as we go off to college soon. Um, I encourage you to think about where you spend your time because um, I found that a lot of times where we spend our time often reveals where our heart is and what we truly value. So um, yeah, I, that's all I have. <laughs> okay. Man, that's just, that's cool. Thank you ladies, thank y'all so much for preparing that and for sharing. Um, it's neat, man. We got we've got some really quality seniors. All of, all of our seniors are um, just wonderful people. It's been neat for me to get to know uh, many, if not all, of them, and and I need I love the chance to be able to hear from a few of them. We'll hear for, from some more uh, in May at the Unity. Uh, I believe right now uh, we have four of our seniors um, signed up to to share. But I wanted to just real briefly give. Uh, if there's anyone else, any one of our other seniors, maybe you, if you haven't come and said, hey, David, I want to share, we haven't already arranged. If you want to just come up and share a couple of thoughts, I want to give you that freedom. Um, is there, does there happen to be anyone out there that wants to talk? Okay, don't volunteer them. If he wants to share, Winfred can come share, but uh, I'm not, I don't want to push her in. Some of them have already signed up to share. So, like, if, but those of you who haven't had a chance to, like, if you want to come up. <laughs> I don't mind standing here in silence for a while longer. That's cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> they already they already got a chance to go through youth group. It's not their turn. It's just so that's what he was saying. That's right. Well, and they're sticking around anyways. <laughs> That's a good idea. Hey, just so you know, I'm fallible. Like maybe next year we can do like just like a graduation, like everyone that's changing seasons, you know. Incoming fifth grade, incoming sixth graders could come up and share. <laughs> that's what it'd be like. You'd just be sitting there doing nothing. Anyways, okay. Well, for those of you guys and gals who who, uh, who are leaving us, um, like I said, we got one more Sunday with you guys, uh, one more unity together, and if you want to share, we'll make it time for that. Uh, and for everyone else that's in this room, or for everyone in the room, every one of you guys has a story. There, Right now, God is working in your life in some way. Maybe you recognize it, maybe you don't. But each one of you has a story. Each one of you has things that uh, we need to hear uh, God's just doing some really cool things. And so um, when you get a chance, man, share what God's doing in your life or share what's going on in your life. Don't just come and sit and be silent and then walk away. Uh, you've got something to contribute to this whole group. Every one of you could come up here and maybe at some point will come up here and share what God's teaching you. And that's important. I need to hear that. There's, someone's, there's people here who are going through the same things you're going through and they need to hear uh, what God's teaching you. So anyways, we just want to thank Kathleen and Rachel for sharing. One more time, give them a round of applause. With that, music team, let's come on back up and let's finish up. We're going to finish on time today for the first time in God knows how long, but I know, it's crazy.
<laughs> All right, let's sing together. Now are the 